Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight was the tale of two very different family meetings and one of our illustrious final three goes home. It's all part of the first part of the Bachelorette finale here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh my gosh, I'm in the driver's seat tonight. Be more excited. I'm very excited. (laughs) And mute your devices. What is up, everybody? It is Monday night. That means it's Bachelorette, and it's the first half of our finale. I am your host, Mike Thieling. I am joined... I don't think that was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. It was me. It's okay. A little technical difficulty. I get get to make mistakes in the captain's chair. I am your host, Mike Thielen. I'm joined, of course, by two lovely ladies. To my left, first is Christine. Hi, guys. What's up? It's Christine Alexis here. And then further to my left is Renee. Hello. Good evening. Hello and good, good evening. Good evening. It's Chris Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is out today. He is on a very special one-on-one date with his wife. I love Perhaps that. Perhaps with some fantasy suite happening later on. We don't know. Should we cheer for it as the audience? Oh, <laughs> good. Very good. Very good. Yes. Of course, guys, we're going to go over everything that happened in tonight's first half of the finale. Tonight, we've got our special segments. We've got some tweeting for the right reasons. We have got some special news. We're going to do predictions. And we've got a voice from Jeff before he left the studio today on his takes. But first, ladies, let me get your overall thoughts on tonight's episode. This episode was... It was... As we talked about, a setup for tomorrow night's episode. Right. Tomorrow night is what I'm living for, but tonight was fun to see where Hannah is with these last two relationships. And as much as Peter's heart was broken, mine was mended. He is now single. I'm going to have to agree with you there. This this is obviously just a setup episode, but as equally as awkward as the first half of the half of the episode was, it was also my favorite, just because of so many meme worthy moments with Peter's family and just. That whole interaction, for, for two people who broke up from a serious relationship, they look very chummy. So I thought that was a very telling part of this episode. Yeah. Peter's family and then Hannah's family with Jed made the entire episode for Absolutely. Me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Let's go right from the top. So we get back. The Luke thing is finally done. And we've got Chris moving the pedestal back because we're actually going to have a final three thing. What did you guys think of this rose ceremony in general? After having the whole Luke P. disaster go on, and now she's finally picking some people. Renee, it happened just like you thought it was going to happen. Yes. It did. I (laughs) predicted Peter going home because, to be honest, I I don't know. I thought maybe her connection to Tyler was more about lust, so maybe she thought it would be easier for her to say goodbye to him at the end as opposed to Peter who she had like a stronger emotional connection to but at the same time we see her now she's struggling so I don't know um I mean it happened the way I thought Peter was a total gentleman about it 
Uh, by the way, I know last week or the week before that, we talked about that news about Peter's girlfriend. And then I don't know if you guys saw, but Chris Harrison spoke out and said there was more to the story. So basically, I'm on board with Peter again. Back to Team Peter. Love you. Know you're home now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just so sad. And he kind of got a little bit of a bachelor at it. Yeah. Oh, I'm a bachelor. Yeah. That's exactly the vibe that I was getting. I mean, poised, um, respectful. He just kind of hit all the notes, and then right before he got in the limo, it was like the tears just started coming. I was like, okay, the waterworks, now we're getting busy. He really stopped before going in, and it was like, wait, summon the tears? Summon the tears. It come. really, yeah. It was, um, it was interesting, um, especially at the live portion as well. He was so solemn and just really very visibly emotional by it, and I think America's really going to latch on to Peter right now. Oh, yeah. There was that one moment during the live part when when Hannah was out, when she was, first she was like, no, like, you didn't do anything wrong. And then she's like, well, now that I think about it. And then basically said, like, he didn't open up soon enough. And I loved, loved when Peter was like, well, you know what? Like, I'm just here to be me. And, like, that's what I did. And I have no regrets. And I love that he, like, stuck with that. He wasn't like, well, I wish I could have done that. He was like, no, I was myself. You pushed me to go with my shell. I did as much as I could. And that's that. I was here for it. It's really what the live thing with Peter was about. It was like two completely separate halves. They seemed really chummy and almost a little bit awkward in the beginning. And then when they kind of got down to it in the second half, it was a weird back and forth. Because just like Peter said, why did you describe our relationship as a slow burn? When theoretically we're the only ones who slept together, essentially is what he's saying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was proud of him for actually calling her out on that and asking because, again, like, initially she kind of copped out. Like, there was nothing wrong, but then started to peel back the layers and really be honest about it. And I do genuinely feel like once she said that, I saw the look of, like, understanding on his face. And that's when I actually saw their body chemistry kind of change. And then it became a little more flirty. And I think we all picked up on the fact that there's still very much real chemistry between them. And I think with that clarity... You know, you just never know. I mean, I know we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I just get the vibe that there's not, this isn't the end of the love story with Peter and Hannah. I'm je- I'm truly not sure. And he, by the way, uses the word truly a lot. I realized that <laughs> this episode. Truly. Because, truly, you, I mean, when they went back and forth, there's obviously chemistry there and unresolved feelings like Hannah was almost in tears he was almost in tears and we don't see that a lot on after the final rose because usually at that point it's it's two of them and the other guy that lost uh is the one that's like trying to get a bachelor at it so he's not really showing emotions or showing he's like it was very hard but I'm very happy for her and then the bachelor or bachelorette is just happy in their new relationship But I think tonight was the most dead giveaway that Hannah's not happy. Aside from Chris Harrison himself being like, is it a romance or is she heartbroken? And like, I'm guessing heartbroken because the girl seems single. Do you think a lot of the, the looks and kind of the emotion and stuff that we see, especially from Hannah, is regret? knowing what's happened in the real world for the past few months and what comes out with Jed and things like that, it would it would seem, let me, let's tinfoil hat up, right? If you think, okay, in, the, in tomorrow, she lets Tyler go, chooses to keep Jed, then in the wake of all that, all this stuff comes out and she truly gets heartbroken because she really fell for Jed. Do you think that's the result of what we see right there with Peter? The reason why I'm not so quick to jump to that theory is because we don't see yet how much the breakup 
hypothetical breakup with Tyler affects her yet mm-hmm. because she could still very much have strong feelings for left for him too. We've only seen her interaction with Peter right now. I think tomorrow when we see them in person, I'll have a better idea of whether she regrets not choosing Peter or regrets not choosing Tyler. We really don't know. Yeah, I definitely sense regret, though. Even the way she was wording things, she kept having to change it to past tense. Yeah. And I think that was a sign of knowing, like, yeah, I do think I messed up and I wish that I had gotten to know you more. I I think she truly, I mean, think about it, between Luke P. and Jed, the two that she was mainly focusing on, Look at those guys, and look how much time she wasted on both of them. Yep. If they're broken up, we're assuming so. Um, if she picks Jed, but like that must be a hard pill to swallow of having this huge opportunity to meet your husband of thirty guys, having a good amount of good guys, but picking the two that are the worst to focus on. Yeah. That's to make hard. it so far. Yeah. And then having to face the ones that were good in these reunions and be like, yeah. "You look great. Yeah. I messed up." So, so Especially to your point, Peter. Yeah, right. you're right. There is regret. There's just a regret across the board. <laughs> just, just, across, just in general for her entire time. <laughs> let's talk, before we move on to the two dates, let's talk about the extremely cringeworthy moments that was Peter and the audience and his parents. Oh, my so God. So first up, we have Hannah saying, I got scared that I might have let the perfect guy go. And then wonderful random woman in the back screaming, you did. You did. Right? And she was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then dead silence from the rest of the audience. That made my whole night. Can I just say, like, <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, you can script that unless they literally paid someone to say that in the yeah. audience because the timing. Can we have whoever that was on as a guest, please? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Great. Ryan, producer, Ryan, get on that, get that woman in the studio, okay? Thanks so much. So, Carrie Hoffheimer in the chat says, I think Hannah just feels embarrassed by how it all went down. I have to agree. I think that's really astute observation. I think that's exactly right, especially in the wake of all the news that's come out and things like that. It doesn't make her look fantastic for keeping at least those two guys. Jed, you can't really know about, right? But Luke, it seems like the signs were over and over and over again, and so she's getting a lot of flack for it. Am I super cold-hearted or very cynical in just my observation of how Peter's family just reacts the entire time? In what way? I mean, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm cynical. I see this as a reality television show, and to me, his mom just breaking down and crying. It was as if Peter got diagnosed with some incurable <laughs> disease or something, and just wasn't like kicked off of the three week relationship he had. Uh. I think the mom has not really been on television. Okay. That heightened her emotions. On top of that, being in the emotional setting that it is of watching your son get dumped on TV and then seeing him get choked up. I think if that even happened to my girlfriend, I'd be, and I'm just an emotional person, I think I'd be in the audience like, oh my God, is she okay? Like, you know she's okay, but then on TV she wasn't okay and now she's crying in the chair. But, like, the family was a little bit much, especially <laughs> when the sex thing came up. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, his mom was basically acting like it was a telenovela. Like, she was just like, oh, my son, it broke his heart. I just four wanted to time. carry time. The But they clapped, they clapped for windmill sex before the four-time Dude, admission. they're an right? open family, like, okay? Yup, yup, yup. And like, then she really... Why do you think Hannah made it so... Why do you think she set the record straight that it was actually twice as many times they had sex than what she really said? Flirty and funny. 
flirty and funny, maybe some more ratings. I don't know. It just I thought it was crazy that she would say that, honestly. I thought I thought it was something random. that you would reveal in an interview later and it kind of be a cheeky offhand comment. I did not think she was going to pull that right there after they just were so emotional about their breakup. Well, so emotional and to put that out there, it's like, wait, okay. So, not only did you theoretically, we're not sure about Jed, right? Only have sex with Peter. They were like, okay, twice, like, yeah, you got it. But then it's like, no, four times in the the night. Yeah, and you dumped him, right? Why open yourself up even more? I, I, I don't even know. Did she think that he would say it later and she wanted to get ahead of it? I don't know. I don't think even Peter's that kind of guy, but... I mean, because does it make her look any better? Does it make him look any better? It doesn't really serve anything, right? If anything, it makes her look worse for obviously having a really strong connection with someone and then dumping them. Mm, I don't think it makes her look worse at all. I just think it's we're talking about it and it did what it was supposed to do. I know. It was definitely like an oh my God moment in an otherwise pretty pedestrian episode in the sense that we knew what was going to happen in terms of pacing. So It did give us the amazing moment for Chris Harrison to talk about Luke P's heart exploding in the very second when they said four times. True. That was amazing. That was very, very good. Man, they're going to milk Luke P for as long as possible. Yeah, they got to get him involved with something else, right? No, that guy is no. begging. Now he's begging to be on TV somewhere else. Uh, well, he's sure. going to be on TV. Challenge? Is he a challenge? X on the beach kind of guy? God. What would with you do? Morals? Would you on the challenge? What with those morals? He's oh what? come on! If he he well, we know his morals before the shower Jesus scene were different. Right. So he's ripe for someone for an ex on the beach. Like if you just see him coming up the beach and he's somebody's ex, that'd be amazing. I just Ooh. want him to stay home. <laughs> That's it. He's canceled. Not. I don't want him to go to paradise. I don't want him to. Go on The Bachelorette again. I don't want to be on a crappy MTV spinoff, whatever, of anything else. I feel like he's going to be lurking. I just want him to be home or with his, for all those people in his church that somehow love him. Just stay there. Just stay there. That's all. Seems like he's really got a good support group. Just like we do, all of our fans right here in the chat with us right now. We see all of you guys. Sheena, Hope, Avalon, Misha, Bella, AB, Christina, and my friend who's always with me on Love Island, Amy. We, four times in the windmill, how many drinks did they have? Which is a dead reference to Love Island where they are only allowed two drinks maximum every day. I can't believe that. <laughs> that is amazing. So yeah, they probably were allowed a couple bottles of wine here. Speaking of all our fans and all our amazing folks... One of my two friends here is going to give a special message and shout out to all of our AfterBuzzers. Yes, guys. Before we move on to the next topic, we just want to thank you guys so much for supporting our show, whether it be in the live chat or by giving us a rating on iTunes or DMing us. All the ways that you guys reach out to us, we love you guys. So continue to support us by subscribing to this channel, liking this video, leaving a comment, and supporting all the other channels here at AfterBuzz TV. There is something for everybody. I'm not kidding. If you're into reality shows like this or sci-fi or fiction or movies, Popcorn TV has amazing uh, box office breakdowns as well as our main network, AfterBuzz TV. So thank you again for making us the ESPN of TV talk, and we love you guys. You guys are awesome. You are always our extended panel. So let's get into meeting Hannah's family. Tyler is up first, and we find out very quickly that Hannah is proud to show him off as a dancer. Tyler with the moves. 
Okay. We find out the real reason he's a dancer is because he was doing so crappy freshman year of college that they gave him a bunch of dance classes to raise his GPA. <laughs> Can I just say, I love that moment from him. I thought it was actually really funny and kind yeah. of vulnerable because don't forget, like, he's 25. Like, I I was not exactly the best A student all the time in college. Like, I, it was just such a relatable thing to say. And it's like, that's how you stumbled onto something that's actually you're really passionate about. And that's I just cool. thought it was, yeah, it was like very honest. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. And then... Real quick, we're going to get Jeff's take again later because we have it filmed, but he had a really hot take at this exact moment. Right. Because Hannah's mom asks a lot of questions of Tyler about, have you guys had disagreements? What are you going to do when there is disagreements? And saying, as a throwback to when Hannah was talking about her parents' relationship, you know, basically centering around financial security and not having a lot of love necessarily and that being a big part. I mean, what did you guys think of that? Um... I mean, it's definitely something that they related on when they did have that initial conversation. And I I appreciated the way that Tyler didn't back down from those difficult questions. In fact, he answered them so well and so directly that he left such a great impression. Um, and I think, I think he just played it well. He's very aware of what the situation is. And he was driving home all the points of the fact that he is financially stable. He does understand how things get hard and how you have to work through those situations. And just kind of proving that, like, he's not afraid of the conflict when it will inevitably come. And I thought that was a very mature way to look at the situation of, like, oh, we're just, we're so in love. We're, like, everything's going to be good forever. No, it's like we're going to experience tough times and I'm going to be there for her through it all. And I was... Just clapping it up for Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I love that. The only complaint I have about Tyler on this date, and I will say it's something I've always paid attention to, whether or not someone's nervous meeting your family, mm-hmm. I do think that's an important question kind of to ask. He said no. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I think he's just a very lax person. He's like, whatever. Like, I'm chill. I'm Tyler. But, like, for the most part, I think it says something when someone's nervous about meeting your family because it's so important to make a great impression on someone's family that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Mm -hmm. And when people on the show, it drives me nuts when people aren't nervous. And if you pay attention, like, there are seasons where The Bachelor will be nervous about meeting, like, two of the girl's parents and then not the other one. And you kind of get a feel of who's... In the uh, who's a front runner? Yeah. But this this point, I think it might just be a Tyler personality thing. I wouldn't call it out for being like a um, a, a fault or a bad sign. I forget if Jed was asked that though. Asked with specific questions. If, if he, he, was, if he nervous? was nervous for if me, because they straight up asked him. They're like, "Are you were you nervous to meet us?" And he's like, "No, I'm just excited." I was like, "What?" Yeah. Yeah. I like that answer. I don't know. I was not nervous to meet my in laws for the first time. Really? No, not at all. I don't know. I'm just that kind of person, I guess. I wasn't... I guess... Well, you tell me. What's the line of confidence versus cockiness of, like, I know I'm a good guy. I know I'm good with her, so I know they're going to see it. I'm not nervous to meet it because I know I'm going to make a great impression because we're good. I guess, but at the same time, it's, like, their family. Like, people that you've never met that they are... They could be in your lives, your life forever. Sure. And if they don't like you and you make any kind of bad impression, if you say something that may rub them wrong the wrong way, or if they're different kinds of people, then you like, it's scary because you, you want to be in their good graces because this is your future husband or wife. And that's an intimidating moment. I'm sure once you get in there, you're fine. You're just going to be yourself. 
But in the beginning, you're like, oh my God, but what if this happens? Oh, what if this happens? You know? I think part of like saying to, like, you know, answering like, no, I wasn't nervous is also just like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, don't say you're nervous so you don't start acting like a nervous babbling fool. I think that's also part of it, too. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. I've seen the past. I I usually like when contestants are nervous meeting the family. Whether it's the contestant or the bachelor, it just makes me, it's more of a relatable thing than like, nah, it's cool. Yeah. Dad coming out real strong for Hannah as an obvious Bachelorette fan and Bachelor fan, knowing exactly what goes down in the fantasy suites, and he is really happy that it didn't go there with Tyler so that they could explore their mental relationship or what have you. I thought it was really interesting that he really kind of harped on it both to Tyler and to Hannah. This made Dad really excited. Man, it... I know we're talking within the con- the construct of this date, but it's got to hurt for Tyler watching this whole thing back, knowing the that worst. she had sex with Peter four, four times. times now. Yeah. Four times. But um, going back to that, yeah, again, more points for Tyler. Like, makes yep. him look like a super chivalrous guy, super just, like, loving and understanding. And, like, that's something that the parents both said several times. Like, he comes across very loving. And I got that vibe as well from the edit. Yeah. I agree. Avalon Park's got an interesting take. Tyler knows how families deal with business and bad money because his parents lost their property and a lot of money during the recession. Oh. So that's interesting. He knows how to kind of rebuild. That goes a little bit, especially if you're talking about property, a little bit into his background as a general contractor and things like that. So that would, if if they actually explored that more and stuff that we didn't get to see, that'd be very appealing, I would think, to Hannah's parents who are seemingly very focused on the financial aspect of taking care of Hannah with whomever she picks. If he's able to, you know, he has experience in rebuilding from the ground up should mm-hmm. anything happen, right? I feel like Tyler and Hannah's dad has such a, like, cool bond. I wouldn't be surprised if some things got cut on the, the floor of, of them just chopping it up about, like, what kind of projects he works on. Because, like, he is a very, like, manly man's job. Like, yeah. You know, being a contractor, doing all this stuff. So I'm sure he got so many points during that conversation. And I think the final thing in this that I wanted to touch on is where do you guys, or excuse me, what do you guys feel about Tyler right now? Because when Hannah specifically talks to him, she talks about in the beginning not being sure if she was just in lust with him and exactly what she felt about in their relationships. And now they seem totally fine. So do you guys see it as having changed? And how do you feel about Tyler right now in this moment? I mean, I I like their connection a lot. I don't know what else to say. Like, I think at this point when I see them together, I you have to compare on this show. So I don't think of their relationship alone. And compared to Jed, she just seems more into Jed. So for me, it's it's always like you just compare the relationships. I think we think more about Tyler as a person and like, oh, he'd be great for her. But as their relationship, it's great. And I do think she is probably falling in love with him or is in love with him. But like she's more in love with someone else. Yeah, actually, now that you say that comparing the two, it feels like Hannah and Tyler just became boyfriend and girlfriend. Whereas Mm -hmm. like Jed, it feels like Hannah and Jed have been together and they're going through like their first major fight and the hurdles Mm -hmm. of like a year in and what their families think like it just feels so much further along like the weight of their relationship but with that being said it's like is Hannah gonna go for the guy who now she's so giddy about and this feels so like fresh and finally like confirmed like will that hold more weight versus like this other relationship that was so strong initially and they've they're now fighting these hurdles because 
Jed's family didn't like Hannah, and now Hannah's family isn't really fond of Jed. So there is something to be said about this, like, it's us against the world type thing that could also be working in Hannah's mind right now. That could also be making her feelings for Jed a little stronger. Because you kind of want something you got to work a little harder for. Yeah, and I was thinking it almost makes it more cringy what happened with Hannah's family and Jed if you go with the fact that it seems like they've actually been the front-runner couple. They've really been in a relationship this whole time. And then it was nothing but her family kind of striking it down right off the bat. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, finances, finances, finances. I took a little bit... That's... I'm going overboard. I didn't take offense to it. But I thought it was kind of out of line, especially 2019. Really? No reason. Sure. No reason a woman has any less earning potential or anything like that than a man. There's no reason why, at worst, it's not 50-50 in a relationship. And she seems more than capable of getting whatever job or career or whatever she wants to do and fulfilling it. If this truly is the person that she's completely in love with... Who cares if he makes less money? It's also, I also feel bad for Jed, and I'm speaking in a vacuum because we know Mm -hmm. stuff outside, right? So I'm just speaking within the context of the show, completely within the context of the show, and then we can talk about outside. But inside, if he's really put it out there and said, I'm a musician, this is what I'm passionate about, this is what I'm really trying to go for, it doesn't also mean that he doesn't have side jobs and things like that. I want to be a host. I'm not a 100% professional host right now. I do other work on the side. There's really no difference, and I've... Luckily, I guess my family has never looked down on me for anything like that or what I pursue. And I felt bad for him in the moment. That's a really fair observation. As someone who does multiple side hustles myself, I can I can understand that. Um, but I think what you're saying, um, Hannah is on the same page. Because she, at every turn, kept bringing up the fact that she is a woman with her own dreams and aspirations. And she seemed she gave off the vibe that she's like, I'm a ride or die type. If, if we're both going to be pursuing our thing, like that's that's okay too. But when you meet her family and you see how hard-pressed they are about that, you got to know that's probably something she was raised to believe that regardless of her dreams, like there, sh- there should be some sort of financial stability from the man in the relationship or just period. So it is still a valid conversation and concern. I do agree maybe the, the nuance of the fact that it's 2019 was maybe lost on her parents. Um, but I think they're also coming from a place of like, this is my daughter. Like, yeah. I, I need to do my due diligence to make sure I'm suggesting the guy who's going to check off all those boxes regardless of how the situation plays out. Yeah, I mean, listen, I fully think that they both can contribute to a family. It is 2019. I will say, though, it like logistically, if you're if one of you is a dreamer and the other one's more of a stable person, like, uh, you know, providing stability. Awesome. Whether it's the man or the woman. But if they're both dreamers, that's a little bit of a problem. And Hannah is currently trying to find someone who works with her life. Jed is not the bachelor. So I do understand her parents concerns in that mm-hmm. in the whole like the man should provide like that. I mean, that, I, maybe for specifically you, but like. Didn't love that. However, (laughs) going in the life of the musician, I will say, like, Jed made it very clear his number one priority is music. Tyler made it very clear his number one priority is going to be family. Right. So at the end of the day, when you're thinking, like, yes, I want family, and yes, I I want to chase my dreams and be with someone that can be there for me, whatever, like, on paper... It's clearly Tyler. I think Jed's life right now is super unstable. I mean... With taking out the vacuum, like look at the fact he went on this. Sh- look, look at his the mess of his life he had before. He like 
left his girlfriend without breaking up with her to go on the show to get fame, changed his mind, said, like, no, I want to be in this and I want to be with this woman. Like, he's all over the place. He's not a stable person. He doesn't have a stable job. There's a lot of things unstable about Jed, whereas Tyler has represented stability as a whole and someone who will truly be there for you. So I understand the parents' concerns. And to be honest, Jed didn't sell me either. It wasn't like what he was saying was making me go, yeah, yeah, why are they not understanding? I was just like, this is it. That's that's a great point. He wasn't exactly giving us that kind of earnest, like, yeah, but I I make I make ends meet no matter what vibe. It was just like, yeah, but like you don't really know me and like Yeah. I have other things. Which basically answers the question. He was (laughs) real nervous. And then he probably got worse as soon as dad started talking. I wanted to point out the fact that literally pretty much what her dad said was almost exactly what Luke P said on his couch interview. Being a man has a specific role in the relationship. They basically said the same thing, and Luke P got cringy boos for that. And I just wanted to put it out there that we're not letting dad slide right through with oh, that. Well, no, 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 no. It's very similar. But not really. Yeah. Different context. I think so. Like he was talking what about context? like controlling a woman, buddy. Yeah, I think he, <laughs> he was talking about providing. He was in that moment talking about providing. He wasn't talking about controlling exactly what a woman does, Luke was. And he was uh, really talking about providing and saying that a man has a role. Like I know took, we hate Luke, but we can be it fair. It took to him, him 30 seconds or more to answer, do you want a woman you can keep in a glass case and take down when you want? But that's it not took, what I was talking about. But my point is, it's all about control. So going off of that, like I get what you're saying, but Luke is someone who just wants to control someone. So yes, that's part of the control. Like I I don't think Luke should be considered in this argument, to be honest with you. I think the dad, like, has a very, if you want to call it, like, traditional view of how, like, a woman and a man should be in a house that I don't agree with. However, I don't think it's the sense of, like, you need to control her. You need to, provide, you need to like, provide for her, and then she won't. It's different for me. I also wonder if the financial struggles that Hannah's parents went through were, were because maybe the dad was down on his luck at some point and maybe that's what's really driving him to want someone to be that financially stable because it could have been the crux of their marriage. We don't, we don't know. That's actually a really good point because a lot of the times like uh, Jeff was saying this and I think we'll get to his video but like the parents probably only had um Stability at the end of the day, like maybe the love died or maybe they had some other issues, but at the end of the day, that's all they had. So they want at least her daughter to have that. And if you think about it, they see her having love with both guys. So why not pick the one that's also stable? Right. Yeah. I guess outwardly to them because they don't know exactly what she's thinking, right? So they can only see some kind of surface level of how she's interacting with the two of them. I also think you just get vibes from people. And I think the parents have got a bad vibe from Jed, like clearly from the get go. And to be honest, dead on. They're on. I honestly, I'm gonna vet my boyfriends through Hannah's family because they were onto something. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, well, that's the freaky thing because I didn't agree with what they were saying, but I said, "Wow, because of what we actually know about Jed, you are right." Right. <laughs> Just for the wrong reasons that you don't know about yet, mm-hmm. and so good on you. And I also thought it was it was a little bit damning saying specifically relating to Jed. We don't want you to settle. Oh, I loved that. Right? I mean, because of the outside context, right. it was so it like was so good, so good. But I mean, I know you said off air as well that like if we didn't, if that all wasn't there, we'd be feeling bad for the guy. You would absolutely. So, I mean, everybody would, no matter what you put in the chat. If know. you didn't know about Jed's background, you'd feel bad for him. Just seeing what we've seen of him in the show, <laughs> everything seemed really, really great. And then the parents kind of shut him down pretty hard. I don't know, because I didn't find him, to be honest, just watching it, and I'll go back to, I didn't find him likable during this whole meeting with 
her family. I found just him. for tonight. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, I agree. No, 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 no. I have loved. I, if if I didn't know what I knew, like there are times where I've really loved you, but tonight he didn't wow me at all. He didn't say anything that made me go, oh my gosh. Like it truly felt like mm-hmm. he didn't even know what to say because he knows he can't provide. He knows he's unstable, and he knows about Haley. He didn't take. I mean, it was a, a situation where he had to be on the defensive, but he just didn't handle it well. Mm-hmm. I think no. like right. there was definitely right. a way to bounce back from from that and present your character in a way that's going to make you look good and I feel like he didn't do a great job at that but I feel like this is a good time to hear Jeff's take on this yes it is a good time because I don't think he's going to talk about the dates so Ryan if you would roll in our maestro I unfortunately am not able to make tonight's broadcast but I still had plenty of thoughts in the finale part one and I wanted to share them and the panel is very graciously letting me send in this video so I'll keep it very quick Peter's goodbye was very emotional, but seeing him on air with Hannah was super interesting. Um, Whatever happens in the finale, it's clear that there's definitely strong feelings between the two of them still. And I don't know. I just, whatever's going to happen with Peter, it's clear after tonight's show that he's, if he wants to be involved with the franchise, whether that's Paradise or even being a potential future Bachelor, the opportunity should and will be wide open for him because he handles tonight well, definitely that heartbreak edit, and we'll see what happens with him. In terms of the actual rest of the episode, in terms of both guys meeting the families, Tyler's was obviously a very straightforward meeting. The family loved him. He charmed the family like he's managed to charm the rest of Bachelor Nation. I'm going to be honest, something about Tyler still makes me feel like he's a little phony. He always has the right answers, but even the way he spoke to his family, his responses seemed to be exactly what the family would want to hear, but I don't always believe him. I, I realize maybe it's the lack of intonation he uses in his voice. He kind of says everything in the same monotone no matter what it is. So I just find him kind of fishy sometimes. But he definitely charmed the family much more than Jed did. Obviously they were primarily grilling Jed on financial issues, whether or not he's going to be able to provide for the family. Um, And I understand why, I think. I was saying to the panel as we watched the show that Hannah opened up earlier in the season about the fact that her parents' marriage isn't particularly strong. It's kind of more of an obligatory marriage. Um, So I think for Hannah's parents, financial stability is the only kind of foundational thing grounding their marriage together. They're past the honeymoon stage, and Hannah kind of implied that there's not much love or romance or even intimacy in their marriage anymore. So for both of those parents, to them, they can only envision a successful marriage if it's based on the ability for financial stability to ground the couple. So that's why Hannah's parents were as obsessed with Jed's ability to provide for Hannah as he could be. So that was kind of my take on all of that. Um, Hannah slept with Tyler is the implication, right? Um, And uh, Jed and Hannah had a good, pretty good last date. I just wanted to share most of those thoughts. Those aren't my full thoughts. I'll give some more. I will be there for the finale tomorrow, but I'm gonna go because I need to give time to the rest of the panel to analyze the show. Renee, Christine, Mike, I miss you guys. Have a great show. I'll see you all tomorrow. He needed to get Aww. to his one-on-one date. He didn't need to get us back to us. <laughs> what um, uh, would you guys think? Pretty right on, and I think he agreed with a lot of the stuff that we were talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he covered, I mean, it's Jeff. You know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Before we get to the final dates, real quick, everybody in the chat wants us to talk about the dog food stuff. I know. Oh, so, my God. Super quick, Jed... Jed says to the family, mm-hmm. and I knew what he was doing here. This was, look, I can be successful. I can. I have had success. I sold my services to this dog food company in writing a jingle. 
fair play, there's, what, thousands, millions of musicians who have probably never made a dime doing music. So that is something. He's got something going on, but it did not work out the way he wanted it. Because he didn't sell it. Like, the way he said it yeah. actually sounded ridiculous. Yeah. Yes, that's cool. If my musician friend was like, oh my god, I worked out this deal with Kermit's dog food, and they're gonna pay me for this song and this song, I'd be like, oh my god, that good for you. But he was like, um, yeah, like I, I, so, I do music for like dog food, and the dad's like, you, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's how I, yeah. See, I do make money, and the way he said it, like everything about it, wasn't selling it, was not sharing to be like, learn about me. It just came across very unlikable. Similarly to how he originally introduced himself as a musician songwriter, as if he was like pitching himself like. Is this American? I just didn't like any of it. The way he sold everything just felt gross. And that just was such a bad sell. I agree. And I also got the vibe from him, especially from his ITMs, because he was very much like shocked that the family didn't just welcome him (laughs) with open arms that... I get the impression that he didn't feel like he had to try hard. He said it to Hannah. He's like, I thought like they would just... I would come in here and they would just see how natural it is with us. Like... Like, why do I even have to try hard? And it's like, dude, you gotta try hard. This is her family. This is her inner circle. You have to make a great first impression. And he, we can all agree, he dropped the ball on that. So I think a little too confident in the wrong time when it's literally down to just you and one other person. Like, bro. Um, Morgan, I do agree with you. Peter for Renee. Hashtag Peter for Renee. Renee. There you go, Peter (laughs) for Renee. (laughs) Real quick, because we gotta get to all our special segments and we're running out of time. They had the last two final dates, Tyler, then Jed. Tyler had horses yet again, the poor guy. Jed got a great boat, but Hannah ended up getting sick. And just like Jeff said, she spends the night with Tyler, whatever that means, and she goes away from Jed. So anything big you guys wanted to mention or talk about based on those last final two dates before tomorrow's reveal? No, I was bored the whole time of those dates. I'm going to be real with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think anything new was said. No. She hasn't gotten clarity. The girls either... I mean, apparently she doesn't seem to get clarity tomorrow night either from the way they teased it. It seems, right? Yeah. That's going to be... The moment she's like, I know what to do, I'll be so excited. But, like, it's going to be like, I don't know. This... He's great. He's great. We get it. We've seen their relationships. We know how they are. Because she's she's had no clarity, it's just like... Well, tomorrow you got to. <laughs> you have to tomorrow. I like the strategic boat uh, seasickness wording that was uh, foreshadowing. I don't like the rocky roads mm. ahead or whatever. That was cool. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Miss Plant Promotion in the chat says, I think Hannah doesn't feel worthy of Tyler. She thought he was a player and she always prayed to feel worthy. I think she doesn't believe he would love her. Yeah, I, I could mm-hmm. I could see that. I mean, it, especially considering the love that she has accepted on the show. If you think about the guys, like mm, Jed, who... Fair point. And then Luke P. So I do think yeah. that is very telling. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, but will she do the classic girl move and pick the asshole in the end and send home the good guy who loves her? Oh, oh man. It, we'll see. Mm. Uh, that's the whole reason mm. they left us on a cliffhanger. We never got any more in studio with Hannah. It was just a complete tease. Yeah. <laughs> we did anything with her back with Chris. And basically, it's like, yeah, guys, come back tomorrow, right? She was like, so, yeah, guys, Jed has a girlfriend. We'll talk about tomorrow, okay? Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I mean, there's so much to talk about. We got five minutes. Real quick, someone I saw earlier in the chat said, did you guys find it weird that Chris didn't bring up Peter's girlfriend situation and what I was going to ask I'm going to let you guys go off do you think it's because as a franchise they're trying to set him up for more Bachelor Bachelorette stuff no because Chris Harrison is smart enough not to go public in an interview saying I am going to drill both Jed and Peter 
on after the final rose and then not do it. So is Peter coming back tomorrow? That's the real question because... Yes, they didn't address any rumors with Peter today, but, like, why would Chris Harrison say that in an interview? Right. And it, he can't just pretend that never happened, so he either has to explain why he chose not to drill Peter like he promised in an interview, which I was looking forward to, <laughs> or it's got to happen tomorrow, because that was BS. He really, that one interview made me think, okay, there's more to the story, we're going to get it, and I'm excited for it, but we didn't get anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I mean, it might be wishful thinking, but I have hope that he's going to address it tomorrow. I think it's also going to be in the context of, like, just overall addressing the claims against Jed, the claims against Peter, and just overall drama within the franchise, kind of just putting it all to bed tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully he comes back, and he'll probably still end up getting a good edit from it. Because it'll if, if it does play out the way that I'm getting the vibe, like because I, I get the vibe that Chris likes him. I mean, he's going to get a great edit if it's followed right away by Jed and his girlfriend thing, so it's going to look like nothing. We're going to find out. We're going to see Hannah trip and fall and stumble yet once again, even though it's in all the previews. But until tomorrow, let us go right now, Ryan, to our tweets that we sent in. You know, guys, we take a look at everything that you guys are tweeting around Bachelor Nation, and we pick a few of the really, really fun ones to feature. Whose is this? I think this is Renee. This is mine. So, oh gosh. It says, no context. Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) No context spoilers so far for the finale. And then we have uh, a plane in the water with a lot of people, (laughs) which is Peter getting sent home. Number four, because the windmill. And then you see an empty wallet, Jed, and the dog food. And the dog food. I love you guys. If you looked up the um, no context spoilers, every week they are my favorite thing. Every week they're great. This is mine. Hannah saying, I'm just really confused, and Jen saying, I don't have my guitar, so I don't know how to respond. We had no guitar here. I can't believe you didn't bring a guitar for the family. Right? That would have been a way to sell that it. That would have really sold it. Yeah, if you made or up a not. song with their names in it on he the spot. He was probably about I mean, to grab it, and then the producer was like, no. stop, Jen, stop. <laughs> like, but the dog food. Jen, stop. I, I had a tweet as well. I don't know if we can get up. It's in that same email right there. Um, my tweet was Luke P watching the Bachelorette finale and finding out Hannah and Pilot Pete had sex four times in a windmill. And it's a meme of Steve Carell from The Office saying, You're going to H E double L because you gotta know that Luke P was salty listening to He cannot oh, yeah. be excited about it at all. Awesome, that is our tweeting for the right reasons, and now. Christine, you got a little bit of fun news for us, yeah? Yeah, just a fun little bit of news and gossip for you guys. Love it. So first off, you know, our lovely former Bachelor, Colton Underwood, has seemingly spoke out in support of one particular contestant for Bachelor, and that is Pilot Peter. He recently posted on his Instagram page um, a picture of himself just holding up a pilot's pin to his shirt and saying, I hear pilots make good bachelors. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out who's his pick for Bachelor. And on that note, my second piece of news and gossip for you guys is tonight that Chris Harrison did say in an interview on Bachelor Party, speaking to E.T.'s Lauren Zima, a.k.a. his girlfriend, as you guys know, he basically, he said that um, we will not find out who The Bachelor is until Bachelor until after Bachelor in Paradise airs. Um, I'm going off of Chris Harrison's word. Obviously, if ABC decides differently and we find out sooner, we'll find out. But as of right now, that's kind of the running... Um, I guess, way that they're going about it. Because, as you guys remember, Nick wasn't chosen to be The Bachelor until after his stint in Paradise, and neither mm-hmm. was Colton. So there's a lot that's still at play here with people like Mike, who we know will be right. on The ba- uh, Bachelor in Paradise. So we're just going to have to wait a little longer. I see all these Peter for Bachelor comments in the live chat, guys, but we just don't know yet. Did it, just real quick, did this last episode, and maybe even last week, did it raise Peter's stock for our potential to want him to be Bachelor? Yeah. Well, I've, oh, I mean, you know me. 
Well, yeah. I mean, yes. You don't want him to be Bachelor. I do want him to be Because then he cannot be your boyfriend. That's true. Listen, okay. I'm fine for Peter for Bachelor or Peter for Renee. <laughs> One of them, let's do it. I'll either watch him for a season or we'll date for a season. It's going to be great. Just a season. <laughs> <laughs> just a specific time limit. <laughs> I'm here for Peter for Renee. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just tell him to bring a friend. We'll yeah. cool. Double date. Um, it definitely raises stock for me, but I'm still very much team Mike for Bachelor. Like, I need the franchise to go in this direction for me. Just like one time for the one time, please. <laughs> if it's got to be, if it's got to be between Peter and Tyler, who's Bachelor? Peter. Peter. Tyler. Tyler. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh. Okay, Ooh. that is a perfect way to segue. Ryan, can we have the AfterBuzz predictions music? Your this is it, right? TV so this is the last day. Tomorrow is the final, 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 final. We'll find out who wins. Renee, who does Hannah pick? I think that Luke P is going to come. Yes! No! Yes! Just kidding. I think that she's going to pick Jed, but then they're going to break up, and they're going to record something about their breakup, and then they're going to meet up and whatever. Okay. Oh, feels very Ari Christine? Becca. Oh, yes. Yeah, completely. Jesus. Um, God, I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest. I think she picked. Have you been lying this whole time? No. Yeah, she has. No. This whole time. Let's keep it real now, Christine. No, I, no. I agree with your prediction, but I think there's a twist. I think she's actually going to pick Tyler, change her mind, pick Jed, and then be even more heartbroken that he did that to her. Like, all within tomorrow's episode. But but change her mind back in Crete? Yes. Like a, oh, I think okay. this is all going to happen tomorrow night. Wow. Of her being like, I, I want it to be Tyler. And then she like has some indecision at the last minute and then chooses Jed. And that's what's going to make this whole thing even more spicy. I mean, that's a great take. That would be awesome. I think whatever happens, she picks Jed. I, and I want her to pick Jed because I want the drama and I want the intrigue. <laughs> is not well. If my that happens, I'm, I will be unwell. Guys, let us know in the chat who you think she is going to pick. Post it in the comments. We'll read. It's only good for tonight. So who do you guys think she is going to pick? This is the mm. big deal. Regardless of who she picks, we are going to be right back here tomorrow. Jeff is going to be back. We're going to be four strong. Until tomorrow, ladies, where can they find you? You guys, you can find me on Twitter at Christine B with three E's and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Again, I'm your host, Christine Alexis, and I'll see you tomorrow. And you guys can follow me at Renee Ariel on Instagram and on Twitter. And I'm going to be talking about The Bachelor tomorrow on Shared News. So check it out on YouTube slash Shared News. And guys, I am Mike Feeling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. I'm pumped to be back here tomorrow with you two and Jeff. Until then, four times. Four, four times, times in a windmill. Maybe not a bathroom. We still don't know. Definitely did not have a bathroom. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.